0: Hi, welcome to the Songwriter Diaries. This is a podcast all about picking the brain of every songwriter that you know. So grab a glass of wine and join us. My name is Megan Ellsworth. My co-host is Caroline Stump. This is a Songwriter Diaries. We're all depressed, so let's write a song about it. So, hello. Um, this is the Songwriter Diaries, and our guest today is Sam Paul. Hello, Sam. <coughs>
1: hello (laughs) hi hi
0: hello thanks for coming on
1: i'm Um, i'm very happy to be here thank you for having me
2: oh
0: we are happy to
2: have you yes this is (laughs) our first podcast that we're doing remotely Mm. yes one because of covid Mm-hmm. And two, Megan and I no longer live in the same city, which is mm-hmm. so tragic.
3: Oh,
1: what was <laughs> it? Was it you were both in Denver before? Is that? Yeah. yeah. And where who moved?
2: I moved, I left me.
1: Where did you go? I
2: abandoned Megan. I am in uh, Nashville now. Oh, uh, so you're in Nashville so, so the hinge dog. thing
1: is okay, all right.
2: Oh yeah, sorry <laughs> for our listeners. I thought it was I thought it him? was in the
1: past. Yeah, we were in well, no, when you get to a now. new city, you got to no.
2: You need to i know friends. i need to meet people
1: that's how you network
2: yeah for our listeners Thank sam you. and i were talking about hinge before mm-hmm. um starting the recording process yes. because yeah. i had a funny hinge story which we won't bear you with <laughs> we won't we won't go it. i don't really think it was yet. that funny either megan <laughs> didn't laugh so it's not worth it i have um, high standards <laughs> we're recording through zoom not sponsored <laughs> not sponsored, but if Zoom would like to
0: sponsor us, that would be great. Um, that would be fabulous. I would love to not pay for the subscription. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, love Zoom. Hopefully no one bombs this meeting. Zoom's great. Oh, is it not private? Wait, can people come on? Oh, is we it know, like Omegle? It is private. There's oh, okay. A Never mind. It's Wait, private. They
2: oh. should have an Omegle feature where people can just enter your meetings. <laughs> There's oh no clue. Do you guys clue. remember Omegle?
1: Yes. I don't. I don't remember on metal oh,
2: <laughs> okay, it, it was must so have been weird. just something
1: that was that i missed because sam I,
2: how old are you because you were saying that you're like so much older than megan and uh, i but you yeah. i mean people can't see you right now but you don't look old you
1: look I'm, great uh, <laughs> four, no i'm 30 years old i'm 30 i uh oh it's pretty,
0: it's pretty old that's, that's nothing old. you're still a young buck <laughs> yes <laughs> I don't know why
1: my my knee hurts a lot. I was just like limping up to get in front of this computer right here. So
2: that's
1: oh, what happens I'm when you're so 30. Sorry. Yeah. Okay,
2: wait. Is that why your bio says geriatric?
1: Okay, the geriatric <laughs> bedroom pop thing. Yes. It's just because I'm fucking hilarious, you know? It's cool.
2: Okay, well, I was reading that. I mean, and Megan too. knows you, okay? I just want to point out that before uh-huh. this meeting 10 minutes right. ago, I had no idea who you were. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Megan, this guy seems really weird. <laughs> like, what is this? Her line, you're um, really making us sound pret- super
1: that's professional. That's the best bio that anybody has ever sent, okay? Well, not,
2: <laughs> I didn't know if you <laughs> were, like, an old man. I was like, wait, should I be prepared for An old, um, crippled, man, like picture. a geriatric that man. That would be.
1: <laughs> um, It Which is happened,
2: fine, you know. Because, it's fine. I just wasn't prepared.
1: <laughs> all of the politicians are geriatric men. So.
2: True. Yeah. Oh I don't yeah. Know that... No, you better not be a politician.
1: You're not welcome. No, I'm not a politician. <laughs> um, I, bedroom pop was like a genre that I thought sounded. You know, I was like starting to do Sam Paul stuff, and I was like, oh, bedroom pop fits. And then I looked on and, like, all the bedroom pop artists, I felt like, were, like, 12 years old. It was, like, Clyro was... Mm, yes. So, then I was just, like, geriatric bedroom pop. And I also like the way okay. that it sounds. It has good geriatric. Like, if it didn't mean yeah. what it meant, you could be, like, that's geriatric. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but to clarify, you are not geriatric.
1: I, <laughs> not a geriatric I am man. 30 years old. But my... Older every day, you know, yeah. older every day.
2: I mean, yeah. I hope all of the geriatrics are making music right now. I just like was not Me too. prepared. I was like, I why know. is this man saying he's geriatric and he looks like yeah. 24 in his yeah. picture? Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm just buttering you up
0: before yeah. we get into <laughs> the, the hard hitting
1: interview. Yeah, Ooh, sure. yes. yeah.
0: Speaking of geriatric bedroom mm. pop, um, do you want to tell us in our five listeners just kidding mm-hmm. every single one of our listeners every single <laughs> one. Of us, um, a little bit about yourself and your mm-hmm. musical journey and your geriatric okay. bedroom pop
1: and okay myself my journey my geriatric bedroom pop
0: yeah the three okay. perfect
1: perfect <laughs> um i am from aurora colorado People start with where they're from for some reason. I don't, I don't sure. know exactly why. Um, born and raised here in Colorado, so I, I, only, I don't have all that much hate for transplants. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's fine,
3: guys.
0: <laughs> okay, thank God. <laughs> okay, I
1: moved out. I moved out. No. I'm no, a it's...
2: removed transplant.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what they say? They say it's better to be growing than shrinking. And then they're like, "Vote for John Hickenlooper." That's what they said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, but um, I started playing bass when I was like 15 because, like, my really really good friend had started playing guitar, so it was like, "Yo, let's make a band," you know. And then I got really into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, they're dope. Um, and as a classic. bass player, right? You gotta gotta love me some Flea. Really, um, he's the best. He's really, he's he really, really Flings good.
0: himself around the stage, which he I sure does.
1: And he's actually geriatric at this yeah. point. Yeah, so.
2: man. <laughs> yeah, they all are. Well,
1: give it they up for are. our
2: geriatric listeners.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> representation <laughs> matters.
2: So I realizing <laughs> like I don't even really know what geriatric means now. I think it, yeah. just
1: old, elderly, right? it just right? means elderly, right? Just means so
2: relating yeah. to old people
1: relating especially old
2: with people. regard to their health care
1: so that's 100 percent my genre so I, <laughs> okay. I had always like i had written I, w- I was writing things forever before i started playing music i wrote like short stories and um poems and and things as as an emotional young man does you know Mm -hmm. and so then I started playing guitar like the year after I started playing bass and I I started writing songs pretty much immediately um the first one that I wrote was called support a musician today it was real dumb it was real
0: dumb (laughs) I like that title though
1: so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I played in bands, and I mostly played bass in bands for a long time because I'm 100 years old. And then um, started playing my own original music in a band called Dear Me, and did that for several years. And then um, and then I went solo as. As one does. As one
3: does. Mm-hmm. behind it's the music. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's it's extremely difficult, right? So, mm-hmm. and is. yeah, that's been like a couple of years of. Uh,
2: wow. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Yeah, How many yeah. albums have you released solo?
1: Um, So, that's a little bit. I really, it's a little bit of. I set myself up for this to be a dumb question because I just released Looks Like a Heart, right? Which is my first album. <laughs> but i released it as four different eps first
0: right. so oh,
1: okay. the e- the album is the eps just better just you know yeah. polished up remastered put into a little bit more of a thought out order all of that stuff
2: oh i like that that's awesome
1: that's yeah, smart. well, yeah. and it was it was a good way to like because after dear me, I was like, okay, I want I have all these songs, I want to release as many songs as I can, and I I wanted I like albums. I like, you know, mm-hmm. bigger projects where you can kind of like throw some meaning onto it or something. Um, but I didn't want to wait the amount of time that it takes to make an album, to release yep. music. Yeah. So I did mm-hmm. the the four EPs or whatever. And there was mm-hmm. one EP before that. So
2: Awesome.
1: Nice. Yeah. So nice. I don't I don't I don't know exactly what that means. One wow. album and 5 EPs.
2: Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and are you doing music full time? Like what does your day-to-day schedule of life look like?
1: Yeah, I got a day job uh in November, I worked for a big financial corporation. It's Oh,
2: nice.
1: Yeah, it's dry. It's really Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not a numbers person
2: um well you're in a, the right field of finance, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> finance. Sure. yeah
1: I'm just thriving you know and so yeah I, I worked for myself for like five years prior to that and then again super old so I was like I need some stability so I got the day job and I've been doing uh like day job night job situation since November nice. about.
2: Nice, yeah. It's really hard to be a musician, especially during this time. So, Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: that was good timing.
2: The day
0: job. Yeah, it was.
1: I was ended up being so lucky because I was like Mm -hmm. teaching music lessons, and playing gigs, and that would have just been completely destroyed. I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. Got super lucky.
2: -hmm. Why do you write songs?
1: Why do I write songs? I mean, that's a good question, isn't it? Isn't that a good question? <laughs> <laughs> we wrote them. That's why I asked them. Um, I have always felt like writing is um, something that I like. Feel compelled to do right, even when it wasn't songs. Uh, I've always been making things, and I think, um, I think it has a lot to do with mental health. Um, I. I got diagnosed with bipolar two, like a couple of years ago. And that, and, you know, prior to that, I was, it was like depression and anxiety and all of those kinds of things that people get, you know, they're like runway diagnosis to, to more, to other diagnoses. So I think, um, you know, to, to like say it very blandly, I think that it is like a part of my mental health toolbox which might be, you know, a thing that you compile if you go to a lot of therapy. You just,
2: yes,
0: uh,
1: you put your songwriting in there. You put your therapy in there. You're
2: you are in the right company. You really are, brother.
1: You just piles and piles of pills, and then you're like, "Here we go, moving, getting a job, finance." You know?
2: <laughs> oh, I thought I had my pills on here, and I was gonna <laughs> shake them. But okay. Shake
1: them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so I think that it's, I think that it's, I think that it's that. I feel the most like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm making things. And most of the time nowadays it's music. Um, yeah.
0: Nice. Is that a, good, is that a solid this. answer? Yeah, that's, no, that's great. Perfect. Great? Okay. I love, Excellent. we love talking about, um, mental health on this podcast. Yeah. Along. It's one, of our, th- themes. Yeah, it's one <laughs> of our themes. We both believe that like mental mm-hmm. health and music and the arts and creative endeavors yeah. go pretty much hand in hand. Right. Um, so when you said that, we both looked at each other and went, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think that it is, I right? Yep. I don't know exactly. I'm interested in, like, um, exploring that correlation, right, between mm-hmm. mental health and arts and stuff, which obviously you guys are doing because you got this podcast with a theme of mental health on it, you know? Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah. Sometimes I, I, I want to, like, shy away from, like, the tortured – artist stereotype thing because I'm not sure that it's always healthy to think that like if you're doing art you have to be miserable right but at the same mm-hmm. time I mean there is an overlap right
2: mm-hmm. yeah you know, for sure but, I was uh, talking to my mom about this because she always gets upset that I only write sad songs mm-hmm. so does my and, mom yeah and the way that I mom mom, mom, mom. mom.
1: <laughs> get
2: out <laughs> um the way that I explained it to her And I've heard it explained before is that I don't need help processing the happy emotions. Like I can just feel happiness and I don't need to process why I'm happy. I just feel it. But when I'm sad, I need to process that. Or when I'm angry, I need to process that. And my way to process and to heal is one through therapy. Everyone go to therapy. Hmm. And two through songwriting So that's why all my songs come out sad because I'm trying to process a sad emotion. Yeah. Like people can't be happy all the time.
1: I feel that for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So what does your songwriting process look like and how
2: often do you write?
1: Yeah. I've gone through like phases, right? Like the
2: moon.
1: Like the moon.
0: (laughs) wow so poetic. total
1: pisces yeah um
0: pisces.
1: wait are you a pisces i am a pisces, a pisces.
0: oh, oh pisces.
1: my god, god. <laughs> well, that way that's why the feelings right everyone <laughs> as soon as i tell like anyone that i'm a pisces they're like oh my god you're such a pisces <laughs> um, Same. Same. i used to drive uber and so i knew these women in the back of my car for like five minutes they were talking about and then they were like uber driver what's your sign And then I said I was a Pisces, and they were like, You're such a Pisces. They don't really have the context for that. They can't really know that.
2: Like, you're like, I know that. How do you
1: know that? (laughs) Uh, uh,
3: um,
1: So, my songwriting process is um, I think like my target goal would be like one song a week. I believe in like writing a lot of songs and you can't necessarily control how good everything is going to be, but you can't control like how much of it you're going to make. So I think I subscribe to the idea of like, I'm going to build this giant pile of shit and then I'm going to go in there and I'm going to pull out a few diamonds. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then I have this massive catalog of shit, you know, and like (laughs) a handful of diamonds. So that's, that's my ideal goal. I will admit that like, I mean, I was pretty focused on looks like a heart for probably the better part of a year. Yeah. So I did less writing more of the recording stuff that goes along with that. For um, sure. but I've been doing some more writing since we got, since I, uh, got album of, got, got that album out.
3: Really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and it used to be, like, you know, I would usually write the harmony, the guitar part first, um, and then lyrics and melody afterwards, but then I also did some, like, driving around, singing to myself and figuring out chords and stuff later, so, yeah.
2: Nice. Love it. Mm,
1: that's how that goes.
2: And we know you play with a band, mm. I mean, maybe not right now, but when you're mm. playing live, and um, the live yes. shows that you have played... Do you write with them ever, or do you write by yourself? What's your experience with co-writing like?
1: Yeah, it's mostly writing by myself. Excuse me, I got uh, beer. Um,
2: <laughs> Sam curps. is wasted as we're recording. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> I'm going to open my seltzer here, though. But um, <laughs> um, 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 Recording, co-writing. I'm a bad co-writer. I've mm. tried it a handful of times, and have never really had much success. Um, The band that I was in, Dear Me, was the, there was me and there was one other main songwriter. But even then, like, we wrote our songs separately and then kind of arranged them with the band. So with Sam Paul, with the Sam Paul band, um, (laughs) I write the songs and then, you know, the live versions end up being not really what the album versions are, which I'm, I'm okay with, I'm not, they're just kind of like different things. Right. Yeah. Um, there have been instances for sure where like, we'll start to play a song live and it'll be like, that part's dope. Let's get that on the recording, you know? Mm. And and that was another thing where I benefited from releasing the EPs and then combining them on the LP was that I had the opportunity to sit with songs for a while and, you know, add things onto them like that. So um, Yeah. Yeah, but mostly it's just writing on my own and then and then um yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think I rambled off there. I think I got
2: No, you didn't. I was wondering, can you could you hear that music going by?
1: I think a little bit, yeah. Yeah, what <laughs> yeah, a little was bit. that? Yeah, you know, it's some...
2: Well, because people like to think that there's not a pandemic going on and Mm. that COVID does not exist. There are bachelorette parties that come here. And I live downtown and they're on party buses that drive by every night. (laughs) And they're partying it up. Caroline's not upset at all. Without their masks on.
0: Oh, no. I would like to make a statement in honor of the Songwriter Diaries. We support masks everyone
2: wearing a mask. Megan, no. Masks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> everyone wear a mask.
1: Everyone. We're all wearing masks on this Zoom call right now. They can't <laughs> see it, right?
0: Yeah, on this Zoom mm-hmm. call in the privacy of our own homes, we're all wearing we're
2: masks. All wearing masks. Yeah. Yes, um, definitely wear a mask.
0: How many people do you play with live or, you know, when yeah. that was still a thing?
1: Yeah, uh, three other people.
0: Okay. Nice.
1: Yeah. Should, do you want to? Do you want to know about them? Do you want to know who yeah. they are? I don't I know mean, what kind I of. I want to know their life story. Um, <laughs> no, sure. Not really. I
0: don't. Care. We know one of them really well. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, for dramas. sure.
1: Yeah. So you guys know Ben. uh Ben Pisano, ben. Corsicana. Yes. Um, he's the worst. He, he's the worst. He's just <laughs> um, a total. Every day I wake up and I think, uh well, get this man out of my life.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, no,
0: we love Ben. We, we adore yeah.
2: him.
1: Go ben listen to this
2: episode.
0: He's. Yeah
1: he's amazing. Um, he was a huge part of the album. He's my, um, he mixes and he did all the initial masters for all of my shit and he records drums on them. And so yes. Ben, Ben is a big part of Sam Paul. Aww. Does that sound weird? I don't know. Yes. Um, no, Ben is
2: our producer as well. Yeah. We're in the Denver area. Everyone go get produced by Ben. He's amazing. Go get produced Serious. By ben.
1: Yeah. For real. He's great. Um, and then there's Joey Enulot, who also does his own music. He plays guitar. And there's Jamie Beekman, who plays with a couple of bands. One is called Koyon Kitten, and the other one is called Double Sun. Um, mm. And they're all great, they're all dope
2: yeah so it would be really funny if you were just talking shit about your you band right now like, yeah actually got all the dirt but no except they're actually for
1: good fucking people ben except he's for ben. the worst <laughs> <laughs> they're
2: all great people except for that guy
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm really fortunate to uh, to play with them they're great
2: nice yeah and do you have any recommendations and this is also just a personal question Okay. She's for going myself, off not here. like personal, personal. Mm, I yep, know I am yes. going off script, Megan. <laughs> wow. Recommendations for how to bring a song that you've written to a band? Because I've done it, Ugh. and it's sometimes difficult to have other people see your vision for mm. what's going and i can't use words well if that's not clear in this situation (laughs) but i was just curious if you had any suggestions for me and for also people listening you know when we can yeah live music like normal again
1: yeah man it can be such a nightmare right i've totally because i've totally had this experience where like you write a song and i'm like oh this is gonna go great with a live band and then you bring it in and i just i you know what i hate that moment of like Okay, everybody stop what you're doing for three minutes and 45 seconds while I play the song and they try so hard not to look at their phones and it's just and they, you know, and, and, which is not I I think it kind of sounds shitty because you want to and I do work with amazing musicians who are dedicated and things like that. But I just, I don't know, I hate that moment. I have a really, really hard time with that. So do I have any advice? no no i don't know (laughs) i don't know i might let me um let me think for real for just a second um i have um i don't know if you do this like when you record if you find reference tracks right and you can Mm -hmm. be like okay i hear it sounding like this right like this is gonna sound yeah you you get what I'm saying um I think that that can be very helpful I've also found that some songs it's just better for me to flesh them out on my own and to get like a more of a complete recording just of on by myself and then show people that so that they can work from that Mm. um and then uh I don't know man I don't know. Yeah. I hate it. It's really yeah. hard. I've had some of it my is. my least favorite moments of my life have just been oh. like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just been like, hey guys, listen to this hey, song, yeah. and everyone's like, yeah, I guess, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. And then oh, you're like, God. I'm gonna leave and make a band that's me. It's my <laughs> name. It's not. <laughs> uh,
0: I think the reference tracks though. That's so important. Mm-hmm. And actually, reference that's something album. that um, Ben really got mm-hmm. me onto. Where? Yeah, same. when we started recording. My fuck's yeah. album with him. <laughs> yeah, he's the <laughs> worst. He's not, yeah. I remember why him asking
2: me for those and I was like, You've heard me. Why do you need those? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no Caroline. Give me an idea of what you want to sound like fully produced and recorded. Yeah, I'm like, uh, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> for
1: sure. And that's something that like I also I never used to think about um until I really started doing stuff on my own. you know, I didn't think yeah. about Would other instruments go well with this. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that might be the yeah
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I always record, I say this like I do this often, I haven't been doing it recently at all, but I will record just a voice memo of simply me playing it and just send it to a band because, I mean, I play Mm. piano and sort of play guitar and sing. But yeah. I don't know how to play other instruments. I'm like, I'm not gonna tell a drummer how to drum.
3: <laughs> like, no, I have good. no
2: idea. You hit something. So I always just send it off and kind of let them do their thing. But now For I think sure. it's easier like recording an album. I'm like, oh, I can just send that to people to be mm-hmm. like, this is what you play mm-hmm. somewhat, I guess. But yeah.
1: For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um circling back to mental health this yes. question was actually already in our list of questions mm. and it's so funny that you already like kind of talked on it but does mental health play a role in your songwriting process? In songwriting?
1: <laughs> yes it does <laughs> um, um next question just um,
0: how does it play a role
1: <laughs> yeah um i mean definitely that thing especially at first of like processing your emotions processing your feeling really sad or whatever by making a thing right
3: yeah
1: um and maybe maybe it is still just that um how does mental health play into the songwriting that's what we're talking about right
0: hmm <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm like getting uh, hazy-eyed or something. I don't know what
2: that means. It's, it's oh, I not. I'm sure you're gonna say you're getting not, emotional. I'm like, not. oh, you <laughs> have that effect on No, I think I
1: being think being it is that a little bit. Honestly, like I get, <laughs> I no, I get. Um, you're such a Pisces. <laughs> such a Pisces. <laughs> I get when I when I talk about mental health, I and I I've noticed this because of therapy, right? I a lot of the time we will have this reaction where like my brain is like disassociates a little bit i'm just like a Mm. little bit i think i'm still uncomfortable with it, even though I mm. I do like I talk about it a bit. I talk about it with friends, and I talk. You know, this is a little bit of a different kind of a forum, so maybe it's different. We have yeah. Millions of listeners. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so sure. You're
0: opening your comfort zone <laughs> here.
1: Yes. Wow, even, big step. Like when I go to therapy, I still find myself. And if there's one person that you should be comfortable talking about your mental health with, right, should theoretically be your therapist. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you know, I think it's really nice to have like processes that you can get yourself um diving into i mean just actually doing the work of of practicing an instrument or working on a song um even when it's not that like emotional outpouring i think that just doing those things can be um helpful helpful tools to kind of ground yourself
0: wow I so agree with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you ever been more in your own body than when you're playing a major scale? You know, you're
0: so right. <laughs> okay, so recently I've been having a moment. Oh, I'm right now, you guys, because I have been struggling on the creativity train ever since quarantine started. Yeah. Actually, really, ever since I graduated college this May and I've just, you know, everyone I feel like goes through an identity crisis, and I think I'm just in that identity crisis right now, Um, but it it was lovely to hear that because I haven't been practicing. I haven't been writing songs, and it's nice that we're now recording the podcast, and I get to hear other people's creative perspectives, and so that just, that helped me, and I hope it
2: it helps all of our listeners, too. <laughs> for
1: sure. For sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah, this time I feel like is very draining. I also have not been writing or practicing, and yeah. it's hard to discipline. So do you have any advice for that? You seem disciplined.
3: Discipline, do I? Is there, I don't
1: know what my background looks like, but... <laughs> How does um, that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I seem disciplined. It's... um. I have phases where I can hit it really well. But also I think that this is like a thing with, with like bipolar and maybe just with everyone in general, right? You go through ups and downs, and but I go For through sure. times where I'm very productive and times where I'm not at all. I do like lists, you know? I like making mm-hmm. lists, yeah. checking things off of lists. It's mm. pretty solid. Um, I had this mood slash habit tracking app that I was using like so well for like three months and then I just stopped a couple of weeks ago. I don't know why. Pick it back up. I'll have to talk to my therapist about that probably in a couple of
2: <laughs> days. You <know>. <laughs> up that one. just stop doing that, Sam. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should do that.
1: Megan,
2: you should definitely do that. Absolutely. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: No. There are some cool apps. There are some cool apps out there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It would be I nice, know. too, to, like, to
1: try to hold yourself accountable with other people, right? Oh, yeah. You could. For sure. Yeah. Man.
0: This not is so totally random, but I just downloaded the Calm app. Okay. Does it work? Because, well, I haven't tried it yet. Because, of course <laughs> Because it was on an Instagram ad, and Harry's. Instagram ads on... <laughs> Harry
2: Styles... <laughs> Why are you talking about this? Oh
0: narrated a sleep Um, cycle and i thought it was so funny that mm -hmm. i downloaded the app did you listen? I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but Harry Styles is
2: a sponsor, also
1: mm.
0: good friend. God, I, I would.
1: I would. <laughs> you probably have to pay for the Harry Styles whispering you to sleep medication. You have to pay for it. You know? I
0: probably do. I don't know. You buy I think, the app,
2: Megan.
1: They'll give you like <laughs> some for free, oh, okay. <laughs> and then you'll have to pay for other things. definitely <laughs> get you. When I got my day job, I was like, I'm gonna buy all this fucking shit that I. And so <laughs> I have the Headspace app, and I've used it, you know, twice or something. It's cool. Is that
2: the Meditation one.
1: Yeah, it's like calm, but it's it's, it's British. Yeah,
2: (laughs) it's British. I've tried meditating. Not not
1: in your mental health toolbox. (laughs) Meditation.
2: I'm so bad at. I mean, if you can't tell, I'm very eccentric and like (laughs) 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 crazy. If you can't tell. Um. By the everything about me, John Mulaney. Love him. Anyway, very easily distracted. And I'll sit and I'll be meditating, and it, my anxiety just goes wild because I'm like, oh, there's nothing for me to do here besides think about everything
0: yeah, <laughs> that yeah, is yeah.
2: going on. So it just does not work. So, yeah. Well, for while sure. we're sharing our diagnoses, we don't have to keep these in, but I have anxiety. And mm-hmm. recently, one little <laughs> add on to that is that I have depression. Mm. yeah i was talking to my therapist and i was telling her i was like yeah sometimes it's just really hard to like get out of bed you know going more in depth right, than right, that right. but i won't bore oh, you yeah, with the yeah. details <laughs> oh for sure and my sure. therapist just goes yeah caroline i'm like yeah it must be really anxious my therapist was like no you're really depressed you're really depressed. like yeah. <laughs> you have depression <laughs> you Those actually just perfectly
1: depression. described <laughs> depression <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: you are not you don't just have yeah. anxiety and insomnia you also have depression
1: for sure for sure and i did so yeah, I just got a little like I didn't earlier when I was like diagnosed with anxiety and depression before the bipolar disorder. I don't, I didn't want. I don't mean to like talk down to those things at all. Do you know what I'm trying to say oh, at all? Yeah, for I just sure. got really like only sure. like, because it's such like, and I think maybe because I do have a really hard time talking about the mental health, and it's like, and I just don't. You just, you just want everybody to like um, figure out the shit that they need to figure out, right? For sure. Yeah. I hey, you want to share? talking about I oh
0: know. yeah i have panic disorder
1: that <laughs> sounds, <it> sounds frightening
0: <laughs> it's, it's it's very it, it causes a lot of panic yeah you know? i'm just constantly panicking <laughs> yeah. sorry
2: it's yeah. not funny it's no. not funny at all
0: well it's and so i have funny. depression and
2: anxiety mm, so it's just yeah, like triple
1: totally. crown really yeah. we're just
2: <laughs> i have a basket cases over here <laughs> jesus <laughs>
1: Do you find that, like, there's um, a question for you guys. Just ruin your whole podcast. Oh, <laughs> I love this. Um, it was turned. Well, because you, do you find that there's a relationship between, like, humor and having mental health things? Oh, I mean, just, 100%. Like, I you something. have to laugh at it, right? Like, you have... Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you just... You're not oh, going to make it. You're not going <laughs> to... Yeah. Oh, yeah. For no. sure. Yeah. Well, no, I... Oh,
2: this was... <laughs> Uh, sorry, this podcast is about me now. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> but I have another funny story. Or I think it's funny. Mm. Oh I was working on a job. Um, I don't want to specify what job. It was a great job. I'm still technically working there. Anyway, Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> working at this job. No, everyone there is great. But I get called into my boss's office, <laughs> and he's talking to me, I'm just you know catching up. And he goes, "Caroline, are you okay?" <laughs> No. Question. <laughs> Loaded question like i mean yeah i'm doing okay he's like sometimes you're just very self-deprecating and i want you to know that you are valued and a good employee and i was like oh, oh yeah no i know i've worked here three years like i'm <laughs> like i'm fine i know I he's like well you just make a lot of self-deprecating like i wish you weren't as self-deprecating and i'm like oh. that's just and i told him i straight up said oh sorry that's just part of my brand <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> that's like just you think part so of my badly brand. of yourself that, like, oh, insecurity and self deprecation, those are just part of me. <laughs> no, that's just part of who I am. I mean, oh, I mean, so I mean <laughs> relatable.
1: This is a very nice boss, too, for him. To do that.
2: Yeah. So nice. Yeah, that's why I'm like, wow. I could say the job, but it's just not relevant. And I don't, right. you know?
0: Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful.
2: Mm hmm. yeah
0: he was just checking in but you know that is also hilarious yeah it's clear
2: that my self deprecation is impacting people
0: I definitely (laughs) also relate to like it's a part of my brand like it's so a part of my brand as a musician I don't know if you relate to this Sam but yeah like being the you know mental health being depressed it's definitely I don't know I don't know if I love that it's almost cool to not be mentally stable these days (laughs) um but it's definitely part of my brand
1: (laughs) yeah no me too for sure like um are you even like when "Looks Like a Heart" came out, some people listened to it and they were like, "Oh yeah, these songs are really like emotional." And honestly, I was like, "These are some happy songs." This ones yes. these are these are way. But I talked oh, to I really... a musician, um, Shanna in a dress. You guys yes. played with her. Yeah, you played with her. Yeah, she's yeah. So she's a genuinely happy person. Yeah, I was... so
0: chipper. I love it.
1: So chipper. I Sounds talked weird. to her after one of her shows sometimes, and, or one time and she was like so what's your deal you're like sad that's like, <laughs> not not like in a bad way you know like, it's just, just a part I of the brand that just got just a... sad. like say so i'm what's your deal you are like sad i'm probably paraphrasing she's gonna if you haven't had her on have you had her on the podcast before no we need no, to though. That's you should brilliant. Have her on we need and to and she is said that to me yeah I <laughs> will, <She'll>... yeah you <laughs>
0: We will definitely ask.
1: Yeah. And she also told me that she was a genuinely happy person. And I was like, that's absurd. I don't know how that happens.
0: Yeah. Is that us time? What? what is that?
1: What? <laughs>
2: that happens in nature? Like... Yeah, it's hard to imagine. Know. We're going way off script here. Megan, you can cut this out.
0: Yeah. i I'm <laughs> edit this, but <laughs> it's great. No, I love it. it. Will.
2: <laughs> we'll keep it for our own personal. hmm Diaries.
1: The extended cut.
2: (laughs) Yeah, this is yeah, this is the bonus track. (laughs) Yeah, but I find it so hard to imagine people that, especially just I've had anxiety my whole life. You know, like as a Mm. child, you know, I was anxious, and my parents would Mm. call me a worry wart. And it's like, oh no, actually, I just you know needed help.
1: Right. Right.
2: (laughs) Anxiety. Oh yeah. But it's hard to imagine, like, oh, people don't think like they don't have a little voice in the back of their head like running off all the time about everything they should be anxious about like Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen to people insanity yeah it's crazy i mean i'm talking to the wrong people right now because
1: you're all
2: like
1: oh yeah that (laughs) happens to me too yeah yeah. Yeah, no absolutely people don't have that like i i thought that everyone had like the passive suicidal ideation like (laughs) because it was just so i thought that everyone was constantly walking around like i'm so tired you know it would be easier to be dead but then (laughs) but then (gasps) then well and actually like when now that like i've since my diagnosis i think i'm generally feeling better so now when i notice those thoughts i'm like oh i haven't had that thought in i don't know a week or something right yeah that's awesome Some people just live without those thoughts.
2: Yeah, yeah, they don't happen for people. Yeah, that's crazy to think about too. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) wow, crazy deep here. I'm
1: tired. I should die. That's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah. We're just like the thought of going to sleep and never waking up again. Just
1: oh, it sounds so good. You're like, I just want that. (laughs) could we I just so go blocked. to sleep and just not wake up, please? Know, and oh. you're like,
0: you're like, that's not dying. I'm just sleeping.
3: I'm just fucking yeah, tired. The therapist is like, down.
0: no, that's <laughs> dying. Yeah, the therapist
2: is like, um,
0: sweetie, yeah. <laughs> figure um, this out. Wow, incredible. Yeah. Well. Moving on. <laughs> I loved that segment. Yes, um,
2: that segment just should be
0: titled Mental Health. Um, yeah, we should just check that out <laughs> and like make it its own episode. <laughs> <Right>. Yes.
2: <laughs> um,
0: this is one of the last questions. Yeah. What are your goals for your songwriting and performing? And it can be like, you know, in the next right, five right, right. years. It could be tomorrow, next week, mm-hmm. whatever. What are your goals?
1: From like a businessy standpoint you know i like this model of having like a small but dedicated fan base right it seems possible i'm not i'm not sure but it seems more likely than becoming taylor swift or something you know um especially because like how would you become taylor swift do you have to be like a freaky friday situation Mm -hmm. um Sorry, that was a long way to go to try to make a joke, and I regret it. I
3: love it <laughs> no, I'm for it.
1: Goals, goals. It would be good to build like a little bit of a community around my songs and other stuff that I make. Uh, that's like the businessy kind of a goal, and then more, you know, like I want to just keep making stuff and as much as I can focus on making stuff just because it's important to me I think that that'll be better it is at the end you know I always say that and then when you spend hundreds and hundreds of hours making a thing like you still want people to listen to it when you put it out so um it's hard to True. uh yeah to keep that focus but um you know I just really I just want to speak. I just want to be the voice of my generation that everyone looks back on in the history books and they're like, yeah, Sam Paul. No, I don't know. (laughs) know.
0: That's valid. I mean, I think the small (laughs) fan base vibe, like Mm -hmm. that's the way to go. And I mean, musicians like you and and things like, and musicians like Caroline and I, like we're the ones that are going to get back playing live shows before Taylor Swift and Mm -hmm. Beyonce right ariana grande so i mean having that dedicated small group of fans is honestly i think more important than having millions of fans
1: yeah what if they were like millions of very dedicated fans though
0: oh shit
1: (laughs) um i like that there's swearing on this podcast I did. We get
2: did that a lot. Yeah, people will great. ask us if they can swear, and we're like, "Fuck yeah!" Well, it's <laughs> always funny too because they either they usually
0: ask after they have sw- sworn. So they're <laughs> like, "Oh fuck," and they're like,
2: "Oh shit, can I swear?" <laughs> yeah, oh, like,
0: swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: you think we're gonna go through, and by we I mean Megan, because everyone knows that she does all the audio stuff. You think she's gonna go through and listen for every fuck shit, no. you know? Yeah. No, and bleep it out. That would be kind of fun if it was a fun noise but <laughs> what if it came like right after the like right after the curse word just like oh fuck
0: <laughs> or what if instead of the curse word it was just us laughing just like ha? that'd
2: be pretty good we
0: have some you should try it
1: business. cut it in for just like a one or two around okay. here see how it goes yes yeah.
2: okay okay megan your responsibility is all right <laughs> oh geez <laughs> yes Well, the time has come yeah sam also yeah. i need everyone to know in case we don't release a visual version of this that sam's name on the screen has been Sampa this whole time
1: <laughs> kind of sounds like and i don't know
2: why i find it so distracting sampah grandpa
1: sampah yeah.
2: <laughs> Sampa. i guess i could
1: i could fix that but i don't know
2: no, it's your brand.
1: That's my <laughs> no. brand, my, my brand is Sampa. Yeah, <laughs> Sampo. Yep.
2: So, do you have a song that uh-huh. you can share with us and all of our listeners that can play us out? And can you tell us about that?
1: Absolutely. So, this is a uh, I'm, I'm thinking about my next thing. Uh, it's going to be an EP called "Not for Dogs." These are drugs. That's what it's <gasps> going to be called.
2: <laughs> I love that's that. incredible. <laughs> okay you so, already said too much
1: I'm yeah just, that's, <laughs> that's it that's all that we need this is a song about uh my ex-girlfriend's dog that's what it is
0: i love it. that thanks for coming on the show yeah. thanks that's sam thank you.
1: thank you guys really good here's to, to, to season five you. megan here's to season
2: five season Hot five. Damn. god damn
3: other side of people walking by do you think he misses me is that something dogs can do do you think he's noticed i don't come around the way i used to do you think that he can tell When I've wandered through Cap Hill Do you think he's ever caught my scent And maybe tried to tell you Back inside your room Me dog and you struggle to defeat the monsters bobbing in the blankets there's not much to do snarl and bark and chew they'll be back before too long for me your dog and you do This is me, is that something dogs can do? Do you think he's noticed I don't come around the way I used to? Do you think that he can tell when I've wandered through Cap Hill? Do you think he's ever caught my scent? Maybe. Tried to tell you Do you think he misses me? Do you think you miss me too? Do you think he'd notice If you said my name aloud In an empty room Do you think that he can tell When I trespass in your pool Do you think he'd greet me, Cavalier If I were talking to you